Joachim Habaimtalik of Football Podcast, the only podcast that brings you the latest updates and analysis from the Kent Mill Fantasy Football League. Yeah, and this week we have a very special guest, our friend Joel Hyman, who is joining us from New Jersey. Joel, how's it going? Hey guys, it's great to be here. I'm excited to talk about Kung Fuffle and my fantasy football league in New Jersey. So before we get to the main topic of the show, let's do our Good Shabbos, Good Shabbos segment where we congratulate people in the league. Right. And this week we have a big congratulations to Joel, who is about to have his second child this month. Wow, Maris Ayan, bro. Good Shabbos, Good Shabbos. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I appreciate it. So let's dive into the main topic of the show. This week, we're talking about gambling and how it relates to fantasy football. Tani, I know you're a big fan of making bets on games. Yeah, I usually make about five bets each week on different games. I like to keep it small and just have some fun with it. I'm the same way. I usually make around 15 bets each week on both football and basketball games. It's a fun way to add some extra excitement to the game. Personally, I don't really gamble on sports. I just enjoy playing at Kofofel and trying to win my matchups each week. Yeah, well, unfortunately for you, Joey, you're not going to win the league this year. You've uh, clinched a playoff spot, but your team isn't looking too good. Hey, you never know. I still have a chance to make a run and surprise everyone. Yeah, sure you do. Meanwhile, I'm going to finish last in the league thanks to you and Daniel giving Mark, Gavi, and Yaakov all your best players. <laughs> Hey, I remember helping you come up with those trades once you decided to tank. It's all about building for the future, right, Tony? Yeah, exactly. I'm just looking forward to having a strong team next year. Commercial break for betting with Hanukkah guilt. And we're back. So let's talk about how gambling has affected your fantasy football experience. Joel, do you find that adds to the excitement, or do you think it could be a distraction? For me, it definitely adds to the excitement. I like the added pressure of having a bet on the line. And it makes the games even more interesting to watch. Does that make sense? <laughs> I agree. It definitely adds an extra layer of excitement. But I also think it's important to not get too carried away and make sure you're not betting more than you can afford to lose. <laughs> definitely. It's important wow, to keep so it fun awesome. and not let it become a problem. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Kapufel Podcast. Thanks for joining us, Joel. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. It was great to catch up and talk about Kumfuffle and gambling and fantasy football. All right, I'm Audi. See you next week. <laughs> what did you What did you put in the um? What, yeah, what were the What did inputs? you put, yeah, exactly, in the AI generator? I had to put in a lot of stuff. <laughs> How much I was time? Say, it was oddly specific. <laughs> I had to put in a lot of stuff. But, like, it did a good job taking, taking my... I just, like, put in, like, facts. And it turned the facts into a conversation. Like, it, it did some little things. Like, it got, it got really annoying trying to teach it how to say good job, good job. I had to, like, really get that in there. Because I kept trying to say, like, Mazel Tov and, like, Brahim Habayim at the end. And... Yeah, and that's racist, as Joey likes to say. Yeah, so that's why I put in, like, the Tani saying I'm outie, which I'm pretty sure is his catchphrase. He says it a lot. I don't know. I like that it's spelled it as the car and not, well, I not spelled it as a regular outie. <laughs> you oh, okay. spelled it as the car. <laughs> 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 this is like right, when so you we... train Slackbot to be a robot you.
When? When I did the Can You Feel the Love Tonight? No, just like years of being the dominant force in Slackbot. I don't think I was ever the I was dominant say, force in Slackbot. You definitely were at some point. I was definitely getting a lot of of uh, screenshots of clearly Joey responses to things in your Slack. There was a time when you set up Slackbot to have a full conversation with itself. Yeah, that's when I did Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Yeah, that's... Uh, we're, we're all talking about the same one instance. No, no, no. That was that was a separate thing. Point of the no. story is, we got we got Joel and the real one, not just an AI one. Um, and uh, not that there's anything wrong with the AI one. We're a fan of all Joels. Who who AI wins AI. more gambling wise, the AI Joel or the real Joel? Definitely well, AI Joel. Yeah. AI Joel keeps it light. AI Tani is doing way better than real life Tani. I lost a brutal one. Penn State blew a 10-point lead, and I thought that was my gimme. They were favored by 4.5, and, and I took the money line just to bring down the odds on my Brazil and Argentina bets. And then they blew it. They lost by 10 to Michigan State at home. Michigan is State Penn was 5-4. and four. We're talking basketball? Yeah. Penn State's good at basketball. Yeah. Michigan State's bad at basketball. Michigan State is five and four and outside the top thirty in Ken Palm, whereas Penn State is like thirty six in Ken Palm and they were seven and two. Plus they were at home. And Penn State was Penn State was like in the Rutgers, like sub Rutgers when we were in Maryland. I'd say they were about on par, only Penn State like played us five hundred like every year, which was annoying. All right. Joel LCQ with your fan duel. Which was an LCQ for Tani since I saw. Oh, now I, I need to get the picture. Uh, so The Dolph. question, Tani, is how much has Joel bet into his fan duel and how much is he ahead or behind? Oh, like how much money have you put in over the years? Not put in, but specifically like on bets that I've made, how much money has that summed up to? This is since like 2015. No, because, uh, apparently like, I signed up September seventh, twenty fourteen. But it like includes that, DFS. Are, oh, we're Fiscal including year DFS. Twenty fifteen. Then we're including DFS. Then I'm gonna say seven hundred twenty three dollars of bets, and oh. and then what? That's very slack pocket. What's my what's my net total? I'd say your net total is plus fifteen dollars. That's pretty close. Wow, <laughs> uh, the net total is pretty close. Uh, I have bet $2,680. Joel! And my net total is plus $33. Have you checked? Thank you very much. Have you checked what your fan told money would have done if you just put it in the stock market? <laughs> I mean, it would honestly, uh, no, it would definitely be more than that, but like, I also have or if only you like, put or if you in. Listen to John, I've only Donnie put Shane in like Jeremy Felder, forty dollars. Put it all in Bitcoin. Wait, now I need it. Now I need to check this also because I think I've put in like sixty bucks into FanDuel all time. Sixty? No, yeah, but yeah. It's because not a, I, it's not about the money that you put in. Like when you rebet your winnings, that goes into a bet that you've made. No, I know, but I'm saying like, I'm, I haven't. Sixty dollars is pretty light. What? Sixty dollars is pretty light. Wait, so Joel, let's say that you won. Let's say you won a million dollar tournament. Wow. Would you keep it in there? No. How much would you keep in there? I would keep in the same like twenty twenty to fifty dollars. <laughs> if I won a million, maybe I would keep in a little bit more. 
Where How does is... it work? Does your do you get taxed on it right away, or it's only when you take it out? I think only when you take it out. I mean, I think no, you have to pay taxes on it. You have to pay taxes on it at the end of the year. At the end of each year. But never mind. They send you some form. I assume so. That goes into your turbo yeah. or whatever. Is this? Do you I find this so. under tax information? Yeah. All right, Joel. Your next question. Jill's uh, Joel's Joel's rolling in the LCQs. Tanya has no LCQs. Joel has two. Oh, yeah, I've got one later. Oh, well, this in. was this was just like reading an article about how the Knicks are like literally the worst team since nineteen. Like they made the finals in nineteen ninety two thousand season, and how they have the most built in advantages and have still done nothing. So, what the is the, make the finals in two thousand? No, that was the Nets. In the what? The Nets made oh, the, the finals. season. The Nets made the finals in two thousand. That was McCullough against Shaq. The Knicks lost to the Spurs in '99. Yeah, the '99 final. And like, they're just like the most forgettable finals team of our lifetime. Was that the Starks miss? Depends which. Uh, depends which. What fan you are of the teams, but probably not the most forgettable. Eh, probably is the most forgettable, honestly. <laughs> Who else is forgettable? Like the Pacers that lost to the Lakers. Yeah, the Pacers. I feel like the 76ers who also lost to the league. Well, they have like the Ty Lue, the Ty Lue thing, like Allen Iverson. Yeah. The, I mean, fine. If you're saying like the Cavs in 07, but like obviously that was LeBron's first finals, but. Like maybe the Dirk Mavs, the first one in 06. The 2006. The Dirk yeah. Mavs. I don't think so. I think it's these Knicks. All right, Joel, what's your else? I mean, we were six years old. Like, can you name all the. Can you name all the teams that uh, like the 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 Bulls played? Well, we were eight years old. The Bulls in nineteen ninety nine. The Bulls played old. the Lakers the first year. Then I think the Sonics. Then some other team. Then they lost to the Magic, but nobody talks about that for some reason. Then, well, yeah, that didn't happen. <laughs> then they beat the Suns. The Sonics again, then the Jazz. I literally don't. Didn't they? What about the Rockets? Didn't they play the Rockets twice? Didn't no? The Rockets. The Rockets slipped in when no. Rockets won both times. Oh yeah, and they beat. That was a that's like a memorable Knicks team. Damn, Joey LCQ, Jalen Brunson, uh, field goal uh, numbers right now for today. Yeah, it's seventy to fifty-seven Knicks halfway through the third. Um, Jalen Brunson's the Knicks are winning. Yeah, up 13. Um, 7 for 12. 2 for 12! Oh, that's not very good. Yeah, and he looks amazing. Yeah, he's not. I know, he's, he's been so good this year, but not pretty tonight. You know you know who was pretty, though? Andrew Luck's wife. <laughs> Skipping an LCQ. Oh, I thought that was what we were talking about. No. Joel, <laughs> what's your LCQ? <laughs> yeah, such a good transition. Oh, never mind. All right, yeah. <laughs> Which which NBA franchise has the second most wins since the ninety nine two thousand season? I think it's the Pacers. Second most wins? I'm gonna go Cavaliers. Well, I guess it's sorry, not the second most wins. The cumulative games above or below five hundred. I'm guessing because there are some expansion teams in there. Sorry, what you what you say, Tony? The Cavaliers. That wouldn't matter because the only expansion team are like the Bobcats, Pacers. Um, 
I'm trying to look for the paces. Like, there's no way I'm right. Has also. But that's the that's a I funny. I don't think are close at all. Yeah, well, but can I just wanted to name the contrary. first team also. Oh, is it just Spurs and Jazz? Yeah, it must be. Yeah, so it's Spurs and then it's the Mavericks. Ah, what? They're like teams that are just like they're teams that are like floating high because there's like the Mavericks, the Jazz. I feel like the Suns, like all oh, the Suns had a rough stretch. Like the Pistons until like the last five years, like have always been good. Like Pacers are always good. They're like teams that are always good. The Thunder are always good. I can no, hear people at home saying, "Why are we talking about time. the NBA?" It has not been a long time that the Thunder's been bad. It's been since Chris Paul left. That's like three years. That's uh, true. They've been good in the Shea Gilgis Alexander era. All right. We could pivot back to football. How did Andrew Luck meet his wife? Or how did he, like, make a move on his wife? They were volunteering community service, and he offered to carry her, um, like, a pile of food that she was uh, arranging. No. Joel? Oh, push it. He started a book club uh, and exclusively had it for 90-year-old women, but then... Uh, Andrew Luck's wife actually sued him to say that it's age discrimination so that she was forced to be allowed in and then he married her. Dang, we should have asked the AI bot to do this also. Joel's smart. Um, <laughs> Andrew, Luck, <laughs> Andrew Luck met his wife because he like dropped his phone on the ground and said, hey, I lost my phone. Can you call it for me? And then he got her number. <laughs> oh, that's not... All right. That, that's a different story, but that's still pretty... Pretty good. Wait, Not as saw, good as the pickup line that Avi sent us, Joey. He saw a hot woman, so he dropped his phone on the floor. <laughs> yeah. Man, I just I'll, listened to a podcast about the the book, the game, where like a journalist decided to go Hunter S. Thompson and like hang out with a bunch of pickup artists for a while. I think very little of people who who do things like that these days. After listening to that podcast, it was crazy. One time I was walking around Kent Mill with Jerry Rubenstein, and then like Isaac Belitsky showed up, and Jerry Rubenstein's telling um, Jerry Rubenstein's telling Isaac Belitsky like, "Hey man, you got to read the game." And Isaac Belitsky's like, "No, no, no, you got to read the Hunger Games." And then they was like kept arguing back and forth about like what's the better book, the game or the Hunger Games? <laughs> and they just seem very different at the very least. Oh. I mean, one of them has a trilogy, so. Well, the game. And Tanya's just talking about four movies, actually. Okay, first off, Isaac what? famously has two more children than Joey. So uh, who who needs help? I think it was Joey. Fact number one. Fact number two. Joey read the game in high school? He at least wanted Isaac Wolitsky to think he read the game. That's a good point. That's all we can confirm. That's all we can confirm. We, uh, we trust but verify. Uh, all right. Isaac Wolitsky has come up twice on this podcast Basically, to be savage both times. I feel bad about that. Eh. At Hoppy Denikos Buffroof. <laughs> like, Isaac Bletsky wasn't vaccinated. I assume isn't vaccinated. And That is true. I talked to Allegra recently. And, and like, at every, uh, every speech, <laughs> like, at every single one, like, opened up, like, yep, and we're all vaccinated here. And, like, everyone just, like, stares at Bletsky, and I just, like, move on to whatever they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> it's like so glad we're all able to come for the simcha and that we all got vaccinated so we're like, able to make it um the name of this episode at least for now is baggage randlers lcq what's that a reference to baggage uh, ramblers randlers 
Uh, Baggage Randlers was your name in the Shim League, is my guess. Oh, Who? anyway, the name is Baggage Gamblers. It's a reference to Baggage Randlers. I already spoiled it. I have a, what, what is Baggage Randlers? I assume... Well, we that, that was the year we were all watching Baggage a ton. And I assume Randall was the guy whose first name I don't remember, but was a backup running back for the Cowboys. Joel? Well, no, Randall... The most legendary, most legendary baggage guy is the one who was like, uh, what was his like blind suitcase? It was like, I fully believe in UFOs. And it was like, okay, we all know exactly which guy that is. It's clearly this one creepo weirdo. (laughs) And you're both close. It was Jason's name in Shim League. And Randall is Ruben Randall, who was like a backup receiver on the Giants. Ruben Randall. Dang. I can't confirm. Good for you, Jason. That's a very solid reference. But, like, uh, and I guess it's another. So, Baggage Gamblers is a reference to Baggage Randlers, which I guess is a reference to Baggage Handlers, which I just got a. I'm going to Peru next week. I got some suitcases today, so that's something. Mazeltov. Why wasn't that in the Gachavas Gachavas? We are not to Gachavas Gachavas yet. Never mind. Now we're up to Gachavas Gachavas. Now we're up to Gachavas. So I'll start, I'll start. Good job, good job is to me. I got some suitcases. I got, I got two sets. I got one that like came in a set of three and I got like a Samsonite that came in a set of two. So I was like, I wish like the set of three would be good. So I need to return one of them. That's a, so that's my dilemma. I feel like you don't have to return it before you leave to Peru though. Yeah, that's, I agree. You could, I, I could try out like the cheap one. If it's to rise Peru, I'll just keep it. Well, no, like you make a decision, but like you don't have to deal with it right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you desperate for suitcase money? <laughs> no. I, it, was, it was a Black Friday deal, so you know. I'm desperate. Oh, I remember that you told me. I'm desperate for suitcase money. These days, we're, we're tight, which is transition. Well, I'm graduating a week from Friday, and I'm like... Yeah, how is that on, not on Good Shabbos also? Well, Are we Good Shabbos? No, 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 like no, no. Good Shabbos each other. The, the Good Shabbos here uh, is to Avi, Nathan, and Ezra because... I texted the uh, the three of them, Avi, Nathan, and Ezra, and I have a New York City dating chat that has become increasingly um, not actually a dating chat, but just a chat of the four of us. Um, I invited them all for Shabbos lunch when my parents were here, and they're all going somewhere with their significant other. Oh, very, that's so nice. Very from, very from. That's, that's very wholesome. I texted Nathan today. He did nice. not text me back. Um, because the newest episode of the Jewish Books podcast, LCQ. What book are they reviewing? Barry Weiss's book. Oh, oh, oh! Is it Chumash? Joel. Uh, the Chosen. Tani, you have to be more specific. Uh, Dvarim. Uh, the other one. <laughs> They're reviewing Genesis. <laughs> Someone, someone just started reciting like Parak Aleph of Breshit in my class on Monday, like in Hebrew, and I was just like, "Wait, that's like Breshit Like, no trope. He just said it like Breshit Bar Alakim at Zeshemayim Vetaharetz, and then like nodded knowingly. In what context? It was, it was really like there was a Genesis reference, but like the whole class since 
word one has been in English, except for when this very douchey guy like decides to say stuff in French for no reason. But other than that, the entire class has been in English. And then he's like, oh, yes, Genesis. Knowing stare. Is Sam, he if, apparently, Sam, if you're listening to this, that was the funniest shit you've ever done. Shouts to Sam. There are two Sams in that class. I'm more friends with the Sam that I'm shout not referencing. At, shout at the other Sam. Oh, this is the Sam we usually shout at. But the Sam is also very smart. He invited me to a play. Hmm. Only smart people invite people to plays. Joel, good job. Good job to you. You're having a kid in a couple weeks. Bishat Tova. Thank you very much. Bishat Tova. You really want to have it before New Year's for the tax savings. Well, yeah, we want to have it, like, very specifically, we want to have it in, like, 10 days. A lot is writing on the timing of this baby for childcare and Ariel's time off. So, yeah, we've been we've been working on it. <laughs> I, 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 my cousin was born uh, December 31st. His dad, very happy. My niece was born December 28th. Like, she was, like, a month early also. Eitan Isser also, I think, the 30th. Oh, wow. Yes, uh... Joel, here's here's a question for you as a father. Is it easier to come up with fantasy team names or child names? Uh, I don't change my fantasy team names, so it's not really a <laughs> problem. Still for... Do you change your child? No, I finally ha- they finally made me change my don't call me Hamas name also. <laughs> They're like, none of us have gotten this for 10 years, so you're going to have to change it now. That was you a joke you had with me. <laughs> that, that was a joke we had. You scared a question. Do you change your no, child's? Did I change my... No, I didn't change my child's name either. So it's really No, no, no. Equally... Do you change your child? Oh, yeah, of course. All right. Tiny, do you change his child? What, what do you take me for? Hmm? No. What do you think I am? You're not a man that changes. Um, all right, I don't Joel. change my own clothes. So. We ask every outside the football guest to do this. Name the 10 members of Fofl. Oh boy. S, Joey, Connie. I'd honestly be very surprised if you can't do this. Yeah, me too. I don't know if I could do all 10 on You have conversations Joey, about Kampufel every day. I know, but I, I don't pay attention to them. Let's see. Arch Enemy Daniel, of course. Uh, Ezra Newman. Do I have to say all three Adlers? Gavi, I lost count already. Gavi, Adin, Yaakov, uh, Mark. How many am I at? Jesse. Okay. That's it. No, the commish. Is that it? I lost count. Oh what? yeah, the commish. Oh, Jason. Yeah. Wow. Is that that it? Sounds like a, eh, I think that's it. That's it. Uh, who were the Who were the two former members? <laughs> Four members: Elon and Joey. Okay. Twelve for twelve. Twelve for twelve. Bonus round. Yeah. Um, now on to the actual gambling section, not the one that the AI talked about. <laughs> Wait, how many people can get this? How many people actually get all all twelve people? Well, we you're don't usually ask twelve. Think like that, uh, yeah. yeah, I think you're the first person we ever asked for the AI too. Um, oh, okay, fine. People get it. I mean, Blake Martinez probably won't get it. Yeah, but we probably won't get him, so that's okay. <laughs> We're gonna give him more time before he becomes KJ Osborne level of pariah. Um, <laughs> Joel, I pl- when I was texting you two about gambling content, I was pooping, and I saved my poop emoji, audiovisual podcast. Oh, I guess you saved your poop visual podcast. No. Oh, that'd be crazy. No, I pooped <laughs> twice today. It's too much. 
um, and I fear a third is is uh, coming after this podcast. No, but I placed my bets uh, that already lost and I'm very upset about uh, while I was on the John and texting you about bets. What, by the way, you know how dumb I am? I accidentally toggled off use the free money from the USA loss that I got back. So I placed real. Dumb. So now I have to place another bet before Friday, um, which I oh, uh, saved for later in the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah you got a week to do it. How? What percentage of bets, why do you get money back for the USA loss? They they did a deal. You know, bet money on USA to advance up to ten dollars, and if they lose, you get it back. All right. Um, but like in a credit that you had to use within a week, so. Whatever. Joel, what percentage of your bets are you making while you're pooping? Uh, probably, like, uh, I'd say NFL DFS lineups, it's probably, like, 75%, we're going to be honest. And then any other bet is probably, like, 10%. I think I'm at a quarter. It really de- – I, I and really only a quarter when I'm at school. When I'm at home – I'm not doing much betting. I'm often prepping for bets on the John at home, but usually placing them from bed. But at school, I'll do that on the John. Honestly, now that's that's my main podcast time is is pooping. I, I still ride the. I don't want to waste it focusing on bets. You get your podcast done early. You're like uh, you're done with your podcast by like seven in the morning. Well, I have like one podcast slot after I drop a reel off and before I start work. So that's like when I find out my main podcast is Basketball Illuminati. That's honestly a huge upset. Joel does it's basketball honestly Illuminati. very surprising to me too. Joel, if you're the one highlighting stuff, you got to be careful with the guest alliance thing. Don't highlight the guest alliance. Sorry, sorry. It's been so long, he probably doesn't even that. know about that strategy. Yeah, yeah, Joel doesn't know about our technology. How, how many bets do you make a week, Joel? Uh, I think that the AI slash Joey was pretty pretty straight on. Or no, yeah, I, I make fifteen. Yeah, I make about fifteen bets a week. I'm closer I mean, to like two to I four. Think. Honestly, maybe it's twenty. According to the AI bot, Donnie, it's it's five. You're at five. This week, it's definitely not. I've placed one bet since Sunday. Well, you gotta uh, place another one by Friday. Yeah, I'm gonna place it on the pod. That's, well, yeah. I put it in the agenda. How does Lamel feel about your gambling? Honestly, who mine? Yeah. That was my mom. Oh, Lommel. Lommel. And your mom. I don't, I don't, my mom doesn't know much about it. Lommel, I think, was not, like, didn't care as much. And then she realized, like, how much technically I bet. And then she's like, oh. Does she know you've gained, <laughs> she doesn't care. does she know you gained $30? Yeah, she, she knows I'm plus. She knows I'm, I'm in the green. I'm, like, usually in the green. Gotta keep us. But I am waiting for my Niners bet to cash, which is suddenly at risk. Like, that's the majority of my money, and I'm going to get, like, 2x back. Why don't you hedge it? I don't want to hedge it. It's going to cash. They Wait, need what's a win. the bet? Just winning the West? No, it's not even winning the West. It's just getting to 10 wins. They've got eight. Pretty dicey. They're fine. Pretty dicey. I, I just Where don't think so. They've got a lot of gimmies. They've got the Raiders they have at Mr. Home. Irrelevant starting as their quarterback this year. Mr. Irrelevant, who was like a very functional college quarterback, like came from a system where he's handing off the ball a lot. Like that's what he's going to do. He's going to like throw crossing routes. Oh, good. Your quarterback has college experience handing the ball off. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. <laughs> that's not something you need reps for. 
I'd sooner have him than like the BYU quarterback who thinks he can drop back and have five seconds to chuck at 60 yards. Is it Zach Wilson? Are you talking about Zach Wilson? No, I'm just talking about like, I mean, like any, like uh, any mid-major quarterback or like a a guy who like didn't uh, play, I don't know, the Big 12 or something. Point of story is it should be fine. Josh Allen. I didn't realize how much Tony was a Josh Allen hater. I was until this year, and then he's—he's I mean, he's just crazy. Um, you were a Josh Allen here uh, for, for a time, but like mainly just on principle or something. Or I don't he know. was on my team. Maybe it could be. I wouldn't. I wouldn't put past me. Yeah, it could be. Should have kept them. Yeah. Um. All right. Um. We're stealing this from the Bill Simmons podcast. We're just playing guest alliance, and then. <laughs> We have to put some units on it. Raiders Rams, guess the line. Uh, I think I saw this. I think it's uh, Raiders five and a half. Joel? Oh, I thought I saw this too, and it was like Raiders two and a half. Uh, look at this technology. Raiders minus six. Oh, there we go. Yeah. Um, Last wait, time so what, you were on the we pod. Betting? Wait, wait. Last time you were on the pod, Joel, the Rams also played uh, in primetime. That was like during that crazy um, Chiefs, uh, Chiefs yeah. On, yeah, in Mexico. And so I wanted, I got a couple of LCQs about that game for you. I'm pulling this up right now. In how many quarters were the Rams able to surpass their over-under for the whole game this week? Three. Oh, for this yeah, game? Guess... Yeah. Well, they scored like, what, 56? So... Let's say they scored 14 a quarter, which is going to be over what their over-under is this game. Therefore, Wait, yeah, I'll stick on three quarters. What's the question? How in, many quarters did game, it... how long did it... In, in their two lowest-scoring quarters, how quickly were the Rams able to surpass their over-under total, like just them, or in their implied game. total for this game? Uh, okay. Are we doing halves? Because then I would definitely say one and a half quarters. But otherwise, I'll say two. Joey? That's three. It only took two. In any two quarters that you want to add together, including the first two, which is their two low scoring, they surpassed their uh, implied total of 19 this week. They scored 13, 10, 17, and 14. Those rounds... Was was their implied total this week? 19. Oh, so zero. Didn't score 19 any quarter. What? No, I'm saying you add them together. No. Oh! I thought you meant how many individual quarters. No, that'd be crazy. They came yeah, close at all, though. That would be really crazy. No, no, Honestly, I meant the fact like, that together. they're implied for 19 is crazy to me. Yeah, that is crazy. I think it's like implied 20, yeah, 25 to 19. Um. All right. Ravens Steelers guess the line. Oh yeah, are we taking who are we taking with the points? Raiders Rams. Raiders minus six. I'm taking I mean, the Raiders. I'm not betting that, Raiders. but I I I take the Rams. Like neither of them are especially good. What's the rule? Guess the lines. Do you need? I mean, you them? don't do, do the Thursday night same game parlay. You gotta do the Thursday night same game parlay. Tony, I mean, you gotta hit 15 for, bets for, for the week. Three. What do you mean, Seriously. Joel? Pick it up. What did you say? What? What did you say about the parlay? They have a no risk same game parlay every Thursday night. Oh yeah, you got yeah. it, Tony. You got it. 
Dang. Wait, you let's see it. what it is this week. All right. While well, Ty's looking up, Ravens Steelers guess the line. Ravens with their All backup right, I'm quarterback. Guess that, that one was the minus two. Uh, minus two and a half. So who's home here? Steelers. The I'm second gonna, team's always home in this. I'm going to say uh, Ravens one and a half. Uh, it's Steelers minus 2.5. Um, I'll take wow. the Ravens, but... Yeah, that's... The Steelers that's are also ugly. starting a backup quarterback. That's ugly. Uh, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, I'm going to take Joey, the that was Ravens. so nice of you to say about Trubisky. That he's a starter? He's opening day starter. Who are yeah, you taking, Tom? No so. I'm taking the Ravens. So, Joel, Joel? you opt in... And you just make any same-game parlay, and you get it back? You're talking like an infomercial. It probably has to be like plus 400. It has to be plus 400 or something. Oh. Interesting. Jets, Bills, guess the line. Bills, five and a half. Bills are home. I'm going to go Bills, eight and a half. Bills, nine and a half. Yeah, you got to take the Jets. You got to take the Jets. It's too big. Yeah, I'm with you. (laughs) Browns Bengals. My white sucks. Browns Bengals. I'm gonna go Bengals eight. Sorry, that was close. Uh, no, that's too high. Too high. Bengals five and a half. Bengals six. Um, Joel takes it. Browns are undefeated against Joe Burrow. Well, they destroyed them earlier this year, right? Yeah. But it's easy. Browns, obviously. Donnie? Uh, no, I'm going to take the Bengals. All right, Texans-Cowboys? I'm definitely taking the Bengals. Oh, I think I remember this. From the, the Simmons pod. Actually. I'm going to say 12. You have time for Simmons to not come football? Yeah. Look, now that you got me back, okay, you had me back on, maybe I'll I'll come back on. I'll just not listen to any episode that has any reference to Daniel. <laughs> All right, that's fair. All right, guess the line. Uh, it was like Cowboys either 14 or 16. I said 12. 16. Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> feel like you have to take the Texans. All right, let's skip ahead. Let's skip ahead to Pat's cards. Let's get to the bottom. Wait, who are you taking? Are you taking Cowboys with the points? No. Me, yeah, I would take Cowboys with points, yeah. Uh, what's the game of the week here? Are, like, are there any good games it's this game week? Patriots-Cardinals should be fun. Do we, do you, I mean, Tani, do you even know the game of the week bit? No. Tani's been out. Wow, Joey, you, you should have put the music up. should have All queued right. up the music. Uh, like, seriously, what's the game of the week? Eagles-Giants, I guess, this game of the week? But the line's seven. Uh, Vikings-Lions. That's like, what's the Vikings, smallest line? Lions. Well, Pat's cards is minus one. That's the smallest line. So I guess that makes it game of the week. I guess. It's probably Bucks 49ers no. just for namesake. Vikings Lions is definitely the most enjoyable game. Oh yeah, I just picked and up Jets Kirk. Bills also. I just picked up Kirk. That's gonna be a big game for me with Kirk and um You wanna hear the craziest thing, Joel? My quarterback still hasn't scored twenty points this year. Yeah. Yeah, that's really crazy. Guess what? Kirk's not going to help you out on that. Oh, I, I know. I all know. three Kirk... of my leagues, and he is a heated mess. 
he, he last time I started Kirk was the only time Tom Brady scored over 20 this year. So naturally, he's going to do great against the Niners. But I was like, I can't do this again. I can't. The Brady's been rough. All right, who wins the World Cup? Argentina. It's Morocco. They're hot. Got to be Morocco. Well, that's fun. That's fun for both of you. Tani, do you know the cojones it takes to do a, a to do a fiddly dip in penalties? Uh, that it it's it's called the panenka, and like not so much. <laughs> you just have to be a kid who spiked his hair in middle school. School. I'll tell you this much. Tani, um, you don't have the cojones on the biggest stage of your life. I don't again, think. Forget the cojones. Against, I genuinely don't think I could do against that against your Gibraltar ball. neighbors. Uh-uh. You don't. You don't have the cojones. I appreciate the geography reference. That was uh, the battle for the Straits of Gibraltar was uh, in the chat, and now that they're playing uh, Portugal, it's another one. Awesome. Um, you remember Messi? Yes. He, yeah. No, who's that? He's real good. He gotta be Messi. Is he getting a quarter billion I mean, dollars a year? Here. Yeah. Joey, does the confuffle? Does the Confuffle universe know Tani's ridiculous take about uh, no. uh, Ronaldo's preferences? No, but it is ridiculous. You're welcome to share it. Oh, I, I mean, mean I, think, I don't, I don't think that. Like, I'm just, I was just trying to put myself. There's in no side. argument to be made. Let's just say Messi would never get a contract worth two hundred million dollars a year, like like Ronaldo. Okay. No, I agree, because Messi's never made an attempt to be a. Uh... Like social media star, which is what the Saudis want. What do you mean? Is there isn't he like the, like one like the five most followed people on the planet? No, no, Ronaldo is the most followed person on the planet. That's exactly why yeah, the but, Saudis but, want him. But isn't Messi like also top five? I don't know. Let's find out. Um. All right. Yeah, setting a foundle lineup seems like it's going to take a long time. Tani's a two dollar voucher. Was yeah. So I was thinking that uh, we could uh, choose a bet to put it on from what we were doing earlier. All right, let's choose. Oh, from one of these football games? From yeah. one of our guest lines? Yeah, or, or a parlay. I'm, I'm down for uh, I'm down for uh, you guys to spend this $2 voucher. How, how, how many legs for the parlay? I, if it's three leg, we all pick one leg. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. Or do six leg, we all pick two. Messi's got $385 million. That's a lot. On what? On Instagram? Yeah. I'm sure he's got yeah. a list. I'm sure you could Google like most followed people on social media. Ronaldo has 509. Dang, that's a lot. That's how much he's going to be making. How many does LeBron have? Uh, on uh, Instagram. 180 million, like a bitch. Can't even crack yeah, two. Like that. It's embarrassing. Um, I was thinking for... The uh, all right, I have to clear this. Uh, all right, Ronaldo's number one, Messi's number eleven in the world. That's crazy. Uh, L- LCQ and the where's this at? So this is as of May twenty twenty one. LCQ top five. This is on this is on a lot of things. This is combining Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, okay. I will right, say of the Ronaldo. top five, Ronaldo is the oldest. I think. Where is T Swift on there? T Swift number five. Nice, got it. Um, oh, good call. Is it someone from um, BTS? No, the top. 
the top five. Ronaldo's the only person not North American. Oh wow! In fact, oh, uh, uh, Giselle, Giselle, no, no there's, way. There's got to be a model in there somewhere. You got your uh, think about the YouTube aspect. Charlie, think about De- what? Charlie Demelio, no, Sabrogan. All right, I'll I'll read, I'll read ten to one. Number ten, number eleven, Lionel Messi. Number twelve, Neymar. Um, number ten, you Kim Kardashian. Lionel. Lionel. Magisterial. Uh, number ten, Kim Kardashian. Number nine, Rihanna. Nice. Number eight, Kylie Jenner. Damn, number she has seven. More. Number seven, Katy Perry. What? Number six. That's wild. Number six, Dwayne Johnson. Good for him. The YouTube, the YouTube yeah. aspect is really yeah. big because Katy Perry has 40 million YouTube. Okay. Um, number five, Taylor Swift. Nice. Got that. Number four, out of Waverly Place, Selena Gomez. Wow. Number mm. three, out of Victorious, Ariana Grande. <laughs> number That's two, crazy. Justin Bieber. Number Bieber. one, Ronaldo. Wow, really? That's 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 what it is. I don't know how the Rock's number six. I think for my bet, I'm going to take the Vikings plus two and a half at Detroit. It's at one o'clock. It's not a primetime game. I feel like this is what Kirk is made for. I feel like I should double down. I was going to say Vikings money line. Vikings money line, yeah, that's plus 20. I mean, plus 120 versus minus 110, and I get two and a half points. Um, LCQ, where's Obama? All right, I'll take the I'll take the money line. Uh, Obama's outside the top fifty. Now he's in. Oh, good for him. Uh, eighteen. Oh wow, Joel, nineteen. Wow, good for you. Hi, good guess. Like obviously, yeah. I don't know why you think that he's less popular. I don't know why you think he's more popular than Nicki Minaj, who's number eighteen. But (laughs) (laughs) all right, between Nicki Minaj and Will Smith. All right, what's your parlay? I chose the Vikings money line. Joey, what what should I add in? Um, Eagles. Eagles, straight up or against wow. the line? They're at the Giants. They're favored by six and a half. Um, like, what's the difference in terms of what your parlay pays out? Uh, minus one twenty for the money line. I'm I'm sorry for the for the spread. Minus three twenty for the money line. Take the money line. Like, if you're just gonna do uh, I take the take the spread. I mean, if you're just gonna do money line, then like do Texans Cowboys. We can yeah, throw that you in. Barely actually add anything. It's to minus fourteen hundred. We'll add it. We'll add it. It'll be a four <laughs> leg. It'll be a four leg. They're at home too. Currently, uh, for the three leg parlay, we're wow. We're looking at plus three thirty two. Uh, we've got the Vikings, Eagles, uh, Vikings money line, Cowboys money line, and Eagles spread minus six. Sorry, Jason, Gavi, Joel, Joel. Who are you going to add as the fourth leg? I'm going to take the Chiefs minus. Nine and a half. Chiefs minus nine and a half With on the, the road, no less. How are the Broncos going to score any points? No, but it's hard to score. It's hard to score ten against the Broncos. The Ravens did it. Yeah, <laughs> they're going to score. 10, they but... they literally only have to score ten points to hit this line. <laughs> minus nine and a half. All right, Joel. What if I did the money line what? instead? Oh, oh, Joel, did you listen to CBS yet? 
because this is a great idea, and I don't know why I'm bearing it this deep in the, on the agenda. This is on me. All right, Tani, listen to how great this idea is. Wait. Because Confuful has, Confuful has no stakes this week. Go on. We have, like, if Lieb loses and Yakov wins and outscores him by, like, 20, then Yakov gets a buy, but that's it. That's the only thing at stake the entire week. Okay. The CBS pod had a fantasy cop saying, like, the only thing that matters in this other league is there's two guys who are battling for the last bye week, so they want to flex their matchup so they're against each other this week. Winner gets the bye. We got to do that, right? Like, what's the argument against it? I think, like, it should only be if a team has played each other once. Like, this, it can't be your third match of the regular season. It has to be your second. That's kind of sick. But, yeah, like, what's the... What's the argument against it? I I can't I can't find it. I mean, Lieb is getting a tiny. Right, so if you had Lieb versus Yakov, that's fine. Then it would like. Lieb it's also to just convenient to be able to but... check the score. I love this. I vote yes. I'm planning on posting this tonight. So if if you're in the Slack about 20 minutes after I post the, uh, I'm sorry, sometime tomorrow morning, I'll post a poll um, asking how you feel about whether or not. To flex or not to flex. I won't post as a spoiler. I'll just post it as that in podcast. Let's vote. Let's get it done before tomorrow night because I think that's that's that's. No, good. we're not going to change it this year. No, we. Why? Why not? We have the capabilities. What's what's okay. what's the difference? Okay, that's controversial, but I think we should add it. Joel, do you have anything to say about the rule? Oh, what's like? What are the two? The, the no... two teams have the same record. Like the two and three seed, potential two and three seed have the same record? They don't have the same record in our league. I just think like we should add a flex capability for the last week if a team has only played each other once this year. I'm open to it. I don't know. What's what's the reason not to? It's like it, well, you're if if they don't have the same records, then I just feel like So this year isn't the best be... So this year isn't the best year to do it, but like in general, if there's Seven teams that are still playoff alive for the last week. You just put them against each other. I think it's fair. By the way, in my league, in our first league, uh, the, I'm the two. I'm the three seed, and I'm playing the two seed. And the top three seeds all have the same record. So whoever wins our matchup gets the bye. Nice. So it's sick. literally this exact situation, and I'm nervous because for some reason there's so many buys this week, and yeah, but- Cooper Cup killed me by getting hurt. Yeah, that that was in the that was in the some of the versions of the something AI. That, some, something that you uh, share with Daniel, I might add. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have like Daniel tanks because Cooper Cup got hurt. Um, um wait, Ezra? so before I, I need to place this bet. Are at with the Chiefs money line at minus four thirty, the the thing goes to plus four thirty two. If we do it with the money line at what minus that nine that and a half, you bet a hundred bucks, you get four hundred thirty bucks if you win. That's what that means. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Plus four thirty means you bet a hundred and you would make four thirty. If you you, you profit four thirty, like you get five thirty, or yes, you would get five thirty back. Oh. If you do it with the money line, it goes all the way up to plus seven twenty five. Do it. All right, we're doing it. Two dollar bet. Two dollars to win fourteen fifty. Let the record show. I was about to say you could also change the line to make it like minus six and a half instead. You could change the line if they win by a touchdown. That's unethical. Don't change the line. I do want to change the line. 
Of course I want to change the line. Let's see what we can get on minus six and a half. Alt, alt spread. Alt spread. What's a tease? One Simmons sec. always talk about a tease. Alt spread minus six and a half <laughs> is plus 580. Yeah, do the whole $2 thing. $2 to win 1161. Can you make the spread bigger? Yeah, you can. Fine. I'll do, I'll do, I'll do, I'll do the regular spread. Or do Eagles nine and a half. Wow, you're going to treat the Giants like that, Joey? The Giants treat themselves. They have no players anymore. All right, two dollars for seventeen fifty. Yeah, Here we go. What's or fourteen fifty? All right, here we go. I have proof. I guess should I? I guess I should know context can fulfill this. Joel. What? What's tease? Uh, teasing is like moving. It's like a. You make it harder for one team to make it easier on another. Oh. Huh? You make you take, it's like, like a you, parlay. You, you make it harder for one it's team like to win. It's like a parlay. Yeah. Would it it's be a like parlay, but with moving the lines down universally? So like, like you're you're parlaying multiple teams at the same time, but you're also moving their spread by the same amount. So like you're moving every team, let's say five points or whatever it is. Okay. So. Okay, I get it. I think. Um, so if if in this the Eagles are minus six and a half and the Chiefs are minus nine and a half, if I want to make it easier for the Eagles, I'll move their line to minus three and a half and move the Chiefs. Um, yeah, and move the Chiefs to minus twelve and a half. Uh, no, 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 no. That's no, not no, it. No. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. No, it would be the Chiefs would go down to six and a half and the Eagles would go down to three and a half. Both teams would go down three. Yeah, that's what I meant. Right, right, right. All right. Can we talk about Ezra the past three weeks? Joel, Ezra had a Kevin Barr to win above 90% the last three weeks. He lost the first two. In this game, he only won because of the Rashad White touchdown in the last second. Otherwise, he would have lost three weeks in a row with the Kevin Barr above 90 to win. I, that is crazy. That is like, that's absurd. But you also know that my story with a Kevin Barr is just, in my opinion, equally absurd. So I don't even know what to think about Yahoo anymore. My whole my whole life is turned upside down after What's last story week. with the Kevin Barr. I was oh. up by point eight points with Chris Godwin. The other guy had no one, and I was only at eighty five percent chance to win. Chris Godwin can get the fumbles. That was in Yahoo, and I was here. <laughs> even if he got That's a ridiculous. catch and then and a fumble, if he fumbled on a catch. It would need to be a negative yardage, negative four yard catch for me to lose. It's still possible. <laughs> I can't uh, believe you're in such Jason. a PPR league. Joel got uh, Jason needed to win to stay in the playoff hunt. Instead, he put up his lowest score in his uh, team's history in ten years to come football. That's a flop. If only he had a out. if only he had a tiny buy, he could have lost by fifty last week. Yes, sir. Jess is officially out. Yakov's alive for the buy, but he's not flexed. <laughs> So, you know, it's unlikely. Uh, Tani versus Dean, nothing to say. And me. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. I, put, I actually put up a respectable amount of points, and I still lost, I would like to say. And I would have won if I just started the 49ers defense. Listen, I, I could have been in a competitive game if Lamar Jackson Kenneth Walker didn't get hurt. But now I'm just resting my starters. This is yeah. my bye week. You know what? get healthy. It's, it's better that I be consistent. Uh, I should have done this before. But I'm looking at the mailbag from the last time Joel was on. 
Let's see if there's any good questions before Tanya's quote-unquote Audi. I can close the agenda then. Yeah. Um, I don't even. I'll just read these questions and we'll see which ones make sense, which don't. All right. How do you respond to the charges that you've grossly misrepresented the Eisenstein situation, unfairly representing key parties while ignoring and/or failing to report contextual information critical to the situation? I don't know what that means. I feel like I remember that Eisenstein situation, but I can't actually remember it. But I remember it being absurd, right? Wedding presents. Was that the, like the, no. they couldn't talk to Yosef anymore? Yaakov anymore? Oh yeah, they couldn't talk to Greenspan anymore. Who, okay. by the way, lives in Riverdale now, and I see him in Shul most weeks. All right, so ask him about the Eisenstein situation. Should Apparently, have been an LCQ. Yeah, this is definitely a Jason question because the gossip probably came from his wife. That's my guess. All right. Uh, were they dating at the time? Yeah. Who? Jason and Jenna. All right. This one has age the worst. Tanya, yeah. someone who is soon to be married. How would you respond if post marriage your wife to- <laughs> told you what Avi was told? I don't know what Avi was told. <laughs> that he couldn't hang out with his best bud. Avi Silverman's? Oh, Avi Eisenstein. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Okay, okay. I'm back in. I'm back in. All right. I'd say um, that's tough cookies. Yeah. Is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer? Is Frank Gore a Hall of Famer? Is Joe Flacco elite? Yes, sir. Those are all the slackbot questions. Um, why is it always Why is it always Washington football players whose legs explode because they needed to change their name from Redskins? That's a, that's such a good conspiracy. Um, which real team that football members are fans of had the best outlook for the next five years? Patriots, Skins, Giants, Steelers. Niners, Colts, Ravens, or Packers? I guess it's Who Niners or Redskins. What year did we do this? Oh, is twenty nineteen? Wasn't the Patriots? It's probably the Ravens. Oh, this no, is the like looking backwards. No, I'm saying for the, I think I think we should change it for the next five years. Oh, the next five years. I'm still going Ravens. I mean, this is the fifth year because that was season one. This is season five. So of the last five, that years, wasn't season good. five. Season that, one. Yes, I went to oh. agenda of season one. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was season one. Dang. Wait, that makes no sense. I was engaged in 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Yeah, this is season five. That was season one. But that makes it four years ago. Yeah, because that was season one. This is season five. It was also uh, episode 13, though. So Jules always down for the lucky 13th episode. Good. Um, who's you got to bring me on to get ready for the playoffs. Whose kerfuffle team would win in a fight, including defenses? I don't know. That doesn't make sense. Was there uh, a moment in time when we all knew like entire kerfuffle rosters off the top of our head that we could just answer that question? No, I think we prepped for the question. Like we prepped an answer. Good. Um, Yaakov from Ema Adler Gina. Who decides how to spell Ema Adler? I guess it's Emo Adler. Um, Jesse asks for all our Michael and Nicole gossip. Oh, Julie, you got any Michael and Nicole gossip? <laughs> I have any Michael and Nicole gossip. They've actually been very oddly okay in the in our fantasy chat. I do know that there was a someone who's like not so close with them was with them on like a Shabbos one time, and Michael dropped Bamba on the sidewalk, like he was trying to give his son, and he dropped Bamba. And she immediately started like cursing him out and like 
freaking out. Like, what if a kid with with peanut allergies walks by? Now he's going to die or something? And, like, these people are like, uh, we don't know you, and we're going to go. <laughs> that's, that's about all I got. This is also really good. So Jesse says, give me all your Michael Nicole gossip. And that Yaakov has an add-on set. <laughs> we have this in the agenda. Add-on by Yaakov. Who are Michael and Nicole? <laughs> <laughs> a still relevant question. Um, You're going to have to go back to that pod and, li- and listen back. It's not even available. That was the Google Drive here. All right. Can we please uh, break down the feasibility and potential structure of a true WKMFL League sister league? So I guess that's Women of Kumfuffle Sister League. Who would be involved? How would they coexist with the Kumfuffle? Can we even find a quorum of appropriate women? Is this even worth serious consideration for the shtick value? And added content, maybe for this weird Gavi idea. Yeah, I mean, Adina is currently dating. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa! I can bleep. Ugh, no, word. no, 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 no. He, he 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 agreed to be doxxed. Like we're we're past the hour mark. At the, after the hour mark, anyone's eligible. He doxxed. <laughs> you listen to GP that today? No. <laughs> he was just like. You know, if there's one thing I've learned from America's this past six years is that I, I'm allowed to lie. Way it would people who it's way worse if they lie than me have lied, and so now I know it's safe for me to lie. I'm just if I say say one thing and it does not turn out to be true, I'm just gonna pretend I said the opposite, and I think that that's brilliant. After the one hour mark, people have done way worse stuff than doxing a dean's girl whose name I don't even remember, and may, she may not even last. But last I checked, she was getting a, a degree in some or other science-related at Columbia. That's how good I am at doxing right now, Dean. You have a problem? You come see me about how good I am at doxing. I'll give you an hour-long rant. So if you got a dean, and then how many marrieds do we have? We got four marrieds. This comes back to the more of us than there are of them of it all. Then got me and Ezra. Then Lommel. It's eight. That's a lead right there. Nice. Uh, JPO on the playoffs. What do you think, Joel? Uh, I mean, I think Joey's got a shot, of course. Joey's got a shot. And then... uh, Joey, where are you going to be? The five or the six seed? Um, I think probably the six. I'm against Jesse, but I'm really just out of starters this week. I had so many running backs. Now all of a sudden I have none. Because Johnson Taylor's on by and Kenneth Walker's hurt. Is Kenneth coming back this year? This year, yeah. He has a jammed foot. Like, it's not a real injury. So if I trade you James Conner for him right now? No. It's not worth it. Rest of the season, it's not worth it ongoing. But, like, the way someone, like, the way you jam your finger, he did that to his foot. Like, I don't understand how that's, a, that's not a thing. Like, Pete, even Pete Carroll's like, yeah, it's not, it's not, I, I don't think that's a thing, but it's what happened. Well, Pete Wait, Carroll two said two questions it. for you guys. One, do you have a trade deadline? No. Ah, interesting. And two, if Gavi's team wins, does Tani get half a W in the record book? No. I'd, 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 no. I mean, we should say these questions for the AI, but. Oh, wow. It categorizes all these people, like on the social media thing, like it says, like musician, um, Beyonce, or um, politician. Uh, damn, I shouldn't have chose this. I don't know how to pronounce Modi's first name, like the Indian guy. Oh, dang. The sure. the parlay that we placed has gotten a lot of attention in the Slack. I already posted as no context can fulfill. But then it says athlete LeBron James, but he's more than an athlete. Uh, 
Gaming, Felix PewDiePie is number 43? Jesus Christ. That's crazy. It also sorts everyone from how boomer they are to how Gen Z they are. Uh, LCQ, who's the most boomer? Well, it's Modi. That's, uh... Who's the most Gen Z? Wait, like Narendra Modi? Yeah. He's in the top 50? He's number 32. That's outrageous. Dang. Um, who's the most Gen Z? Why does it have to like be safe boomer to Gen Z? Why can't I just say how old they are? Boom. It's someone Tony, it's someone you already guessed. I have no recollection. You said uh, Gen Charlie Z? D'Amelio. Oh Charlie Charlie D'Amelio. Who's the most middle? Who's the most middle? Joe Rogan. Uh, I think it's Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga is middle, damn we're old. Wiz Khalifa's 42. This list is crazy. Wiz Khalifa appeared in the TV show I wrote about. Oh yeah? Yeah. He Whoa. played Death. Um, isn't like Times Square named after the New York Times? Is that a thing? Couldn't tell you. Let's see. Let's see. Joel, do you know? No, it's about the it's named for the good times that are had there. <laughs> Joel, are you watching the Knicks game? Yeah. That was a nasty dunk. Yeah, that was. Joey, do you know what that's that's from? I don't even know what that's from. What? Times Square. Oh, I think it's named after the New York Times. I believe it. Should we start? No, the fact that it's named after the good times that are had there. Oh, that's an actual quote or something? Yeah. Formerly known as Longacre Square, Times Square was renamed in 1904 after the New York Times moved its headquarters to the then newly erected Times Building, now one Times Square. Oh, fine. As close enough, Michael Scott, uh, Times Square, named for the good times you have when you're in it. It's been nearly three years since we've had you on the podcast. We'll take what we can get. Wow. Yeah, seriously. <laughs>